97.1 FM, 3MDR. This is the dotted line. I am chatting to Thomas from Peak Park. Hey, Thomas. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, thank you very much. Tell me about the band Peak Park. Oh, well, the band Peak Park started from a little venture of mine. I was in a high school band and we were three days back in about 2011. I played in that for about five, six years and that kind of fizzled out. But on the side, I was writing all these demos and then you push forward a few years. I started showing a couple of friends and and then one friend from work, um, he really rated a lot of songs I had and said, look, I'd like you to come open for us and do a support slot for us. And I didn't have a band at the time, but I'd had a pretty shit day. So I said, yeah, you know what, I'll do it. It's a good excuse to get this project up and running. And then I reached out to Cal, who I think is just an amazing musician in every sense of the word, and then Mitch, who just has a beautiful voice. And fortunately, they said yes, and I tried to form a bit of a super group. And that's, that's pretty much how it started. And that was in mid-late 2018. And then we kind of took it a bit more seriously from there. And it's been a year and we've put out five singles. Yeah. I was going to ask you about the uh, the singles. Let's start with the, the latest one first. Please don't be yeah. so hard on yourself. Uh, good title. Uh, what I was especially interested in was the production of it. Who did all the production and the recording? That's a That's been a really interesting learning curve yeah. for us because we ended up recording and producing all of our singles. So I took on a, that sort of duty because I'd been... I guess, learning how to record and mix just by default of writing demos at home. And then when it came to recording the the first single, we bounced out all the stems and then I sent it to a friend and it wasn't a bad mix or anything, but we just realised how much there were specific things we really liked in the song that I was already doing. And then I just said to the sellers, hey, do you mind if I just give it a crack and I'll, I'll try and mix and record and produce and all that? And yeah, we just ran with it and hopefully we've gone from kind of strength to strength. But this one, this this most recent single, uh, yeah, it's probably the most densely layered and hopefully the, the highest quality that we've put out so far. But yeah, that was all in house. Listening to it, I was impressed by the, the layering on it. You've got like all sorts of things going in there, even down to little finger clicks at different points during it. Yeah, there's there's a great little like Easter egg towards the back end where I think we, it was the last recording session we did before lockdown kicked in and we just. I think we were delirious, to be honest, but we just started like doing little hand claps and like rubbing your hands together. And there's there's all sorts of weird percussion sounds that come in at the back end. And yeah, it's cool. It was a really fun experience. I've always liked that sort of music, that the more you listen to it, you just start to pick up on little intricacies here and there. And that's what I realized for us as well, is I guess that production side of it and adding in those little elements that don't necessarily change the song on first listen. But the more you listen, you start to go, oh, this is cool. There's some cool little stuff happening in the background. Stop. 
This is The Dotted Line. I'm talking to Thomas from Peak Park. That last song, Please Don't Be So Hard On Yourself, it is quite a different production from some of your earlier songs. Like if you go way, way back, uh, What's In Front? That, mm. That's sort of um, drum-driven, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because that, that song was probably one of about six or seven demos that I'd written over the years that I brought to Mitch and Cal. And we decided to record and, and release that one just because I, I guess we had it in its most final form. But yeah, it's a different sort of song altogether, which is cool because we've, we've tried to not stick to 
a specific sort of genre and style. But when I first played in that band out of high school, everything we wrote and recorded had to be played by us and it had to be a three-piece and it was all about writing live and jamming. And then this time around, I think the more I listened to all these bands that I liked, I realised how they weren't sort of sacrificing the quality of the song by being limited to the number of plays. And we kind of took that motive going into this project and just decided if we liked three guitar parts and only one of us could play it and stuff it, let's just have three guitar parts in the song. Like, let's just do it. It serves the song.
Who writes all of the songs? Uh, it's it's more of a group thing these days, but a lot of them kind of started as demos that I had. As I said, I had a whole back catalogue of just ideas and fleshed out songs. And then this most recent one, Please Don't, was probably the most holistic one that we've done as a group, which is cool. What about Insides? One of yours? No, that was all Mitch. Insides, we were actually, I think we just released and recorded Skin. And we were talking about the next song we were going to work on. And Mitch just came to Prack one day and said, oh, you know, I've just... I've just got this little idea. I'm not sure if it's any good. And I said, no, no, I'll play it for us. And then I sat down on the floor and he just played it. And I was just like, I was, I was amazed. I thought it was incredible. So I was like, nah, we're going to record that. That's going to be our next song. It's just, it's beautiful. It doesn't even need to change it. He pretty much, he just showed up one day and the song was done. It was great. It was the easiest process ever.
how do I find your music? So we're on all your streaming services, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, we're even on YouTube. Obviously, your, your socials, Instagram, Facebook, and that. Our handle is This Is Peak Park. I think we're even on like the more bizarre ones like Dezine and um, Tidal and just everywhere. We're everywhere you can find music. Uh, including Bandcamp. Yes, Bandcamp as well. Bandcamp's great. It's all up there for free or you can pay whatever you like. Tell me about Skin. So Skin, I had a guitar part that I sort of fleshed out at the back end of 2018. And I must admit I was in a bit of a pitch state. I, was, I think I'd just recently been rejected and just things were happening left, right and centre. And I remember I played it to the fellas and just said, I want to write a real sad song. Like I just, you know, let's get some emotions out of the way. And then left it with Mitch and he just threw some lyrics and vocals together and it was I think it really hit the tone I was hoping for and then we worked at it a bit collectively. There were some sessions where we weren't certain on certain lyrics so we just kind of sat down and tried to work them out. But yeah, that song, lyrically, I guess, is kind of about, uh, I guess, opening up to someone and, and then maybe not accepting you or, or I guess, I don't want to say it's about love as such, but I don't know, it's, it's interesting talking about it because Mitch writes pretty much all the lyrics, if not um, all of them. So he, he very much knows what they're about and to Cal and I, they might mean certain things. And we kind of like the idea of leaving them somewhat ambiguous so people can kind of pull their own meaning out of them. i got to say, too, I love on Skins the acapella opening to it. So that was the first time I'd sort of shifted across um, into Logic Pro, the, the digital workstation, um, audio workstation. And that was probably the first one where I thought I could really mix a decent sort of song, and that was the first stepping stone. So there's a bit more emphasis, I guess, on... Uh, sort of atmosphere and just little rises and, and that back section where there's just layers and layers of harmonies it's just you're just drowning and it's a real nice experience but it's obviously very hard to replicate in a live setting but when you've got the recording and you have that freedom it just yeah it changes the whole mood of the song Bring 
Just play the film